Welcome to this week's Anglers Channel Insider Podcast, brought to you by Ranger Boats. Still building legends one at a time. Now here's your host, Chris Brown. Welcome folks, this week's Anglers Channel Insider Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Sportsman's Warehouse, your fishing and outdoor store. Powered by Rely On Lithium Batteries, tailor-made lithium for your boats, giving you and Kenneth the most power to help you make the most of your time on the water. Check them out online, relyonbattery.com, and make sure you use the code Anglers Channel for 10% off your purchase direct from Rely On. You heard me right, 10% off, Anglers Channel is your code. You can also go to relyonbattery.com backslash anglers channel to check out more. But uh, yeah, it's pretty good deals. Kenneth sent me a big long dissertation the other night. I love getting those texts from Kenneth because it's usually something good. And but you had a phenomenal experience with your rely on lithium batteries this week, didn't you? Well, you know, I've been kind of texting you off and on. Yeah. You know, when I you know, when I get home, that the new dual power charger tells me exactly how many amp hours it puts back in my battery. So I, I, I know how much I'm using, you know, based on how I use them during the day. Well, Fisher tournament Saturday. And it's the first time I, I had a chance to use them in really strong wind and current, and they were both blowing together. Right. So I, I had to, I had to make a decision first thing. And I thought, you know what, I've got these lithium batteries that are supposed to be, you know, sure enough, more power than what anything I've ever used before. I'm going to test it today. Mm-hmm. Mm. So it, it, in order, and I knew the bite was going to be finicky. The My primary got, got muddied up. I was fishing my, my secondary, my backup. And I knew it was going to be finicky because it's an area I've been fishing for a while. So I, one of the keys is I had to bring the bait with the current. Okay. Because the grass, it's, it's a lot of eelgrass in there. That eelgrass will kind of fold over. And if you go against the current and you tick that eelgrass, you end up, getting too much of it it gets all over your bait because you're you then pull over the part that's laid over and it, it's just it's too thick sure so i all day long with the exception of one drift i was going against the current in the wind and my actually my co-angler late in the day said something to me about he can't believe that i was doing that all day <laughs> um, and I, I wouldn't have been able to with my previous batteries because those batteries lose power during the day, and I, I would have had no power at the end of the day. Right, right. Because I've done I've done this with other batteries, and it didn't work well. Um, mm-hmm. So, so when I got finished, I got home and plugged them in. I was curious how many amp hours I really used, and it was only thirty five. Wow. So wow. these are these are hundred amp hour batteries. I used thirty five. So, um. I still had sixty five percent battery. I could, done, <laughs> I could have done that again the next day. Two wow. more days. <clears throat> wow, that's awesome, so, dude. That's uh, incredible. Yeah this 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 whole setup, the batteries and the charger, is giving me so much information that that it's just reinforcing what I really have. I know what I have. I know how I can use it now. Um, I, I, I'm not afraid to do anything with them now. Oh, I like that. I like that. And you hear that? He's getting, that, he, he's, get, he's getting that Keith Tuma, you know, attitude <laughs> right there. Yeah. You know, 99% badass is what's fixing hey. to happen right there. Hey, so. if, it, if it works for him, I might as well try it. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's awesome. That's good to hear. I love hearing real life deals from people that are using the products 
And nothing against the pros, but I love hearing it from people like, you know, like yourself and others that are using the products, you know, like that and putting it through its paces because that's key. You know, you're right. People, you, you, you know, in other times you couldn't do that. You had to go with the current and, you know, fight here and there, but, or just make a change in location. And, and there was one other boat fishing that stretch. It's a pretty long stretch. There was one other boat, and that's exactly what he would do. He would he would motor around me. He would go up to the to the front of it and drift back down. He made like three drifts, and I was steadily just going against it. And, and the key really was my bait had to go with the current. So sure. if, if I'd have tried to drift with it, I don't know that I would have caught a fish. Right. Right, because you you got too many variables going there against you, and right. trying to slow that down, boat control, everything else, it, it's very hard to do. So, that's uh, that's good. Glad to hear it. And you qualified for what? Yeah, I mean it, it was it was a bit of a tough day, but uh, and it's the reason why I stuck to the area, even though my primary area was muddied, and they were they were biting really good Thursday in there. Um, I knew if I just kind of stuck with it and caught what I could, that I would give myself a chance of making the state championship, which is right. really what my ultimate goal was. Right. And uh, I, I accomplished that. So, well, Ooh. can't Blake beat Martin, that. First week of November, got to be in the top five in that Ooh. one. Yeah, there you go. Got a shot. You can't, can't, can't fish it if you don't try. So, good deal with that. That's awesome. So, well, it is the week of, um, well, second week of March, I guess you call it March the 9th as we record this. I'm Chris Brown, along with Director of Social Media and pretty much the world, Mr. David Zhong. You know, David, I got to, you know, I, listen, I appreciate the employee appreciation post here today. <laughs> I really do. But listen, 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 it's employee appreciation, not employer appreciation. I appreciate you three for all the crap you put up with yeah. and everything you do. I, my wife saw it rolled her damn eyes. She's like freaking David. She's she you know he he's just sucking up. And I said no, he's not. Somebody put so, on there suck ass or something like that. Did they really? The I didn't even see I it. <laughs> I didn't even see that. That was funny. So yeah, it was but, meant uh, to be kind of a funny thing. I was gonna. So for those that were that did see the post, I was gonna initially not ask Chris permission, but I was like, you know what? I don't want Chris to get pissed off. So you can delete it. He's just on top of you. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, I so burn. It's gonna be a joke post though. But I yeah. burn you all the time. I don't know why I'd be pissed off. I've never been pissed off with you. So we're in good shape. You're still, you're still, uh, you're still in my good graces. But uh, Mr. David Jong, AC Insider, Mr. Kenneth Grover, and of course the one and only Mr. Jason Duran. And we are excited you guys are listening to this crazy show. We have a tremendous show for you guys tonight. When I say tremendous, you'll want to keep listening because we've got your Toyota Series winner, Michael Harlan. He's going to be on and talk about all things A-Rig and a little jerkbait action, like the Ozarks and what he's doing. Then, Keith Tuma, your Bassmaster Opus winner from the Harris Chain, all the way up from Minnesota. He's going to be on on the show. (laughs) I'll get to that in a minute. But Keith's going to be on the show, and you got to listen to Keith because, like, Kenneth, what did you call it, Kenneth? I, I think I said it was refreshing. Refreshing. Exactly right. He's refreshing. He's a breath of fresh air. We pre-recorded him prior to us doing this open um, due, to, due to time and everything else. So uh, you'll hear that coming up in a few minutes. But it was, I mean, it's a, it was a heck of an interview. I, I, I really enjoyed that one. And he sent me a text after we got done. And uh, let me find it because it's pretty funny. He's like, 
Chris, that was freaking awesome. So mm-hmm. there you go, Keith. Uh, we're excited to have you on the show. But a big show coming up here for you guys in just a little bit. Uh, we'll talk a couple of news and notes brought to you by Hummingbird here real fast. Um, the Fish with Thrift Sportsman's Warehouse uh, fishing deal. We will be there filming that as well when it, ta- when it all takes place. But the Fish with Thrift sweepstakes going on right now. Make sure you get your butt signed up for that. I want to fish with thrift. Um, I think that'd be a lot of fun. Um, I'm afraid to get in this boat. It's pretty organized, but um, great guy. Sign up for that on the sportsmans.com website or on their socials. You can do it there. And this Saturday, the 13th, our Gill rain suit giveaway ends. And when I say this has been a hell of a giveaway, it's been a hell of a giveaway. It's like an $800 deal. Or, you know, value deal. Uh, there'll be some other stuff to go along with it. But, I mean, we've got a lot of folks that are playing this game uh, to, to, to win this rain suit. So, you guys, make sure you get it in. Midnight, Saturday night, the 13th. We're going to cut it off. It'll be done. And then we'll find something else to give away here after that. But you guys, make sure you get signed up with that. Go to anglerschannel.com. Click on Contest up in the right-hand corner. And you'll see it real big, Gill Rain Suit Giveaway. Click on that and uh, get entered today. Um, let's see. <clears throat> oh, I didn't tell you all about this. This is pretty good. We had a big week here at the old <laughs> Angler's Channel Insider Podcast this past week. <clears throat> we jumped into the top 100 of podcasts no way. in the wilderness section. We did. We are now number 88. We jumped 24 spots. I didn't even we're, know we were in the wilderness section. Well, there's all, that's all you can really be <laughs> in where, where we're at. It's all you can really be in. We're eight, we're, we, were, we were number 88 this past week Sweet. in the wilderness section. Yep. yep. So you could just list that as in the top 100. We are top 100. Just, the don't section. even say wilderness section. Yeah. You know, that's there's how just, some people do it. There's just one caveat to that. Yep. It's it's in it's in Canada. That's it. Oh well, that's that's wilderness. <laughs> <laughs> we were right number eighty eight in wilderness in Canada. In Canada. <laughs> so Gussie, that's pretty good actually. Thank you. It is really good. I'll take it. So Gussie, thanks for helping that's us reach. helping us achieve. That's how you grow. The sport. The sport of fishing. <laughs> Does that right make us there. international? Yes. That's what I was about to say. We went international with that one, right? We are inter- We are internationally known now. But yeah, we jumped all the way up to eight to top 100. You're right. Jason. Top 100 in Canada. And I put Canada in our Facebook post last week for the gussing interview. And, and, and Dave is like, you know, Mr. Social Media Director on the ball going, hey, there's typo. Do you mean to do that? Is that right? I'm like, yes, it's Canada. I meant to do that. That's just me being a smart ass. So there you go. But um, there you go. Looking at the, um, let's see, looking at the stuff. I did get an email from our buddy Damon Taylor this week. Damon Taylor, 1934 is the email address. Uh, asking why Just they did out. not have live on the opens on the last day. Did y'all notice that? No live on the opens last day. And I talked to Ronnie Moore about it, sent Ronnie a text, and uh, basically due to sponsor funding um, and the expense of it right now, they don't have a sponsor to cover it. So um, Jason points to his shirt. Don't have a sponsor to cover that just yet. And like Ronnie said, he said, I do not have the money in my account to do that, so I cannot fund it personally. And I said, well, neither can I. So... But uh, they are working on bringing that back here hopefully soon. 
and uh, and we'll go from there. So we'll see what happens. But Kenneth, I know we talked about this a little bit, or we'll talk about a little more with Kituma here in a little bit coming up. But a lot of pros, a lot of pros fishing the Southern Open on the Harris Chain last week. This is really our first mm-hmm. glimpse at seeing who's fishing the um, the opens, and we don't really look at the Toyota Series this way because. Yeah, they qualify for the tour, but we're we. I don't know. We've we never we never looked at that that closely because the guys fishing the opens are trying to get back to the elites, the way it sounds mm-hmm. and the way it seems. Quite a bit, quite a few guys. I don't know if anybody else perused through the old um, final leaderboard there or standings to see. Well, I mean that's exactly what we expected would happen. So I see names like, of course, Patrick Walters, who's an elite series pro there. Blake Smith, Jacob Prosnick, Sam George, Hackney is already there, John Hunter, Joel Willert, uh, who's fishing the MPFL this week, David Williams is an FLW pro, Scott Ashmore. Ashmore had a top 20. Wow, had a top 20 finish there. Good job. Andrew Upshaw with some good points for his first uh, first event, 25th. Local guy, Jacob Walker, fished ABT with us last year, has been tearing it up on the Coosa, finished 23rd in that event, so um, kind of branched out a little bit. Uh, Stephen Mui, um, Mui, what, how David helped me out? It's Mui, huh? It's Mui, Mui. Mui. All right. <clears throat> um, see the guy being old. You see the guy next to him, right? Right below him at thirtieth. I'm skipping that. Trevor McKinney, Matt Stephan, Josh Douglas, John Canada. Uh, is Masayuki Matsushita? He's been he's yeah, been open guy for a while, right? He won an open last year, so he's in the, he's a classic qualifier. That's right. That's that's how I recognize that. But like Joey Nania, Tim Malone, uh, and I know there's more. Um, Jason Williamson, Bailey Butris, Cliff Pace, Miles Berghoff, Cody Huff, Chet Smith, Trevor Fitzgerald, Drew Benton, Seagrave, Drew Cook, Dylan Hayes, Billy McCaffrey, Charlie Hartley. Uh, just going through here, you know, Brad Knight uh, over there, Greg Mansfield. I know there's a bunch I've missed. I'm just kind of jumping through here real fast to see um, Shane Leinberger, Hunter Freeman, our buddy Hunter, who left FLW and is trying to qualify for the elites. Um, tell you event on most of these guys, but you know you got a lot of a uh, lot of guys that you know are working their way, working their way, trying to get toward that uh, that points deal. So, um, well, you know, last year they kind of. They obviously got a lot of recognition based on some of the anglers that were fishing, and it certainly helped them that they had the live coverage. So I, I kind of felt like maybe the the level of competition or the the respect people had for the opens kind of you know turned up a notch or two. Right. I'm a little disappointed that we don't have the live now. I hope they get that fixed because I, I think that is that is a pretty big part of keeping that level up. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and they need to they need to take advantage of this while they have the opportunity. The, the opens the opens needs to be looked at on a bit of a higher level than maybe what they've been considered in the. Past. Well, it, it from from Ronnie's text back to me, it sounds like it's being worked on. Uh, it's just not not there yet. So I think we'll see it. But you know, splitting up between three different divisions now um, and expenses, of course, you know that's it's costly. And we know from doing live one day, data is not cheap. So. Well, no. hopefully that'll come back, and we'll see. Um, do we dare breach the picture that went around this morning regarding live and the the what has been deemed as the most minutes streamed in bass fishing history? Do we dare breach this? 
Do we dare? I'm just asking. Uh, you've, you've, you've just done it. I, I, I've not done much. I just asked it. Do we, do we breach well, the subject? You, well, you said the most important part of that. Because, because I, I, a friend of mine saw this, and then he re- responded to that picture with, he, well, twice. He sent me two texts. He says, and I quote, there are click farms in California who are working overtime. And then the next response was, when someone tells you that fans consumed 11 and a half years of content per day of a five-day event, you know they have a well full of magic beans. <laughs> so, I'm just, I, I don't know. But MLF put out that the Red Crest was the most minute streamed in bass fishing history. Nearly 100,000 hours of content consumed per day. 29.7 million minutes, 756,000 video views, and an average of 39.3 average minutes per view, which if that's probably true because I watch the last 30 minutes of every day because they send you that notification, right, that says, hey, watch the last 30 minutes, you know, of the exacto knife round or whatever it's called, mm-hmm. and and I did. And 8.7 million social social media impressions were made. So I'm not going to say a whole lot. I'm going to let it go. <sighs> let it go. Here's my problem with let calculations on social media or anything else. <clears throat> when it, when it t- gives you a number of someone that just passively passes by by accident. Sure. Which is a lot. <laughs> A lot of those numbers, it's just someone that accidentally oh, yes. yeah. scrolls Didn't by. Scroll. Yeah. It, it, they really missed a letter when they not... typed an MLF? Is that what you're saying? But it happens with everything. <laughs> that, that's, that's an insignificant number. It, it, doesn't, it, 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 didn't, it didn't do anything for you. Okay. That's the problem with all this social media tracking and all that. You don't really understand. Tell me how I you mean, really feel. It, it's like it's like my website. When I look at the stats on my website, right? They're, they're a, it's a very large number that are like two seconds or less. Yes, yes. I agree. So that's just someone that randomly scrolled by it by accident. It, it didn't mean anything. Those those are people that don't. I didn't really accomplish anything with those people. Kind of, so, oh yeah, what am I doing here? Let's go oh, here. Sorry, wrong side. The people that stick around for a while. So I wish in these numbers we would get more details of people that actually paid attention or watched, um, you know, maybe, you know, a, a certain amount of time before they even get counted as a number. Sure. Sure. No. Can I ask a question from a total different angle? Sure. <clears throat> Why do we have to put this type of number? Did, did anybody do this before them? You know, did Bass five, 10 years ago put out, you know, the most watched tournament? In history, I mean, why? Why? The I only they did this like right in the beginning. You know, we, our anglers are better than your anglers. Da 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 da. Based on these numbers, and it's like, well, no, you actually had their anglers to do it with. So the only thing that. I've seen from Bass is when, when they do the, the classic as far as attendance goes, right? Yeah. But that's usually when it breaks a record, you know, and and they'll send that out to you know media. And things like that, but that's comparing them against them. That's right. It is. And why? It is. 
You're exactly Where right. is the marketing mind going, hey, we want to brag to our viewers that we're reaching more viewers. I mean, I understand going to a sponsor. I understand going to a potential sponsor and saying all of what they said today. Sure. You know, laying the package out and going, man, we, we reach this many people with this and we do it better than anybody. But I, like, I just try to think of an, an instance where NASCAR or, you know, major league baseball or anybody would go out there and say, you know, we, we had more viewers watch this game because it went to 16 innings, you know? Well, they don't have to do the only game in that sport. Right, they yeah. they're, they're they're not competing with anybody yeah. else. It, it appears to be a desperate move to try it's to weird. make yourself look better weird, than no than maybe what you are. It it, it kind of goes back to you know what hey you know the line doesn't go through the jungle saying he's the line. Everybody knows he's the line. Yeah. So yeah. if if you if you are what you are, you don't have to tell everybody. That's right. I'd just like to hear why they do it. I mean, I really would just. What's the thought process there? You know what? I'll do a little. I'll do a little inquiry for you, Jace. I'll do a little Thank inquiry. You. I'll I know, see what I can I know, find that, out. That would just just why? And we we'll, uh, we'll, there probably is a real answer. Hey, we do this because we see it. Oh, I'm sure. And these numbers when we do it, you know, it's like okay, yeah, that sounds good. We would love to know your thoughts on this uh, at the Exxon Hotline at two five six five three five three two one seven. No matter if you're a tournament fisherman, a weekend warrior, or an occasional angler, find out why Elite Series Angler Brandon Pollock trusts Exxon Lures. To catch me every day, find out more at Uh Please share your thoughts and information on that. Would love to hear it. All right, let's do a little Ranger Boats. Well, let me back up real quick. NPFL kicks off this week. David and I will be there checking it out on Thursday afternoon, maybe Friday morning. Anything you guys are looking to see come out of this that, or maybe you've already seen it, that you're excited about, wild about, or looking forward to seeing, in your opinions, Kenneth. Uh, I'm trying not to have an opinion up front. I, okay. I want to try to. I want to try to take it for what it is. I. I don't. I don't want to try to make them something that they're not. So I just want them to be what they are. Okay. No, I'm the same way. I. I, I feel the same. David, how about you? What are you? What are you looking to see? Um, hopefully a somewhat, I mean, it's going to be the first year, but hopefully a somewhat polished product. I mean, it's been what, two years in the making. So I'm not saying they're going to get everything right the first time around, but hopefully it's somewhat polished in terms of these, I mean, besides the commentary guys, but I'm hoping that it's these, it's, they've got, you know, there's supposedly what it's trailered weigh-ins too. So that's a it is. pretty big so I mean, hopefully they get they figure all that stuff out and they make it will go fairly smooth, especially first event and everything. But if they can make that work on the first event, then it should be a very promising show for the rest of the year. I forgot it was Trotter Way in. Totally forgot about that. Jason, about you? What what's like some what's, of the, what's the word around the boardroom? What is that? What's the word around the boardroom? Oh, I've not had any word there at all of that. I, I just personal. I've watched some of the Fat Cats pregame stuff. Uh, with some of these anglers and um, getting to know them from a different perspective. I think they're taking advantage of using the social media angle there um, and reaching, doing their lives and those kind of things. So getting to know some of these anglers has been interesting, you know, fat cat interviewing them kind of hearing a pregame show. I don't know anybody else doing that um, in that way. So uh, that's been insightful, sure. I guess. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I'm just curious. I'm like, Kenneth, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I, I want to see the product they put out. 
And I, um, I am a little surprised that I have not seen any announcements or anything about sponsors for the tournament trail. Zero. And, Zero. and I, I'm finding it hard to believe that it can be successful without some outside help. Sure. Based on the numbers that, that I've seen. I mean, I, we know what the anglers are paying. We know what they say they're paying out. I, I don't know how long they can go without some outside help. Yeah. No, I agree. It's you got to have you got to have help to make all that work, and so it'll be interesting to see how that goes. I'm looking forward to seeing it on Thursday to seeing how all that uh, all that comes about. So uh, let's do a couple of range of boats bass wrap ups real quick. Uh, go through our U pickums and uh, talk about that real fast. Um, David, you got those handy? Sure do. Hit it, brother. Well, of course he does. I know it's David. <laughs> I got to see someone organized here, right? Somewhat professional. God knows I'm, I'm not. So yeah, you you have to. So <laughs> you have to. All right. So this is what kicking off our first events for the month of March. First week of March. And first up uh, was our one of our guests for tonight, uh, the uh, the winner of the Toyota Series event on Lake of the Ozarks. The I guess uh, unfrozen or thawed enough Lake of the Ozarks, but. Uh, Michael Harlan, he uh, pretty much lapped the field with a winning weight of 62 pounds and one ounce. And lapping the field in the U Pickums, Brandon Black, 61.7 was the pick there. Wow. So, yeah, it was um, – so we had, we had a lot at like 62.2, 62.3. We had a lot in that range, but nobody – nobody had uh, – nobody had – you know, right dead on. So Brandon Black grabs a point with that one at 61.7. What about our group of four? Oh, yeah. Uh, 5801 <clears throat> scored me a point for that one. <laughs> scored wow. me a point. <laughs> it did. Scored me that's a point good. for that one. So. Hopefully that's not another sign of things rolling. Well, yeah, I don't want to risk CB down to the truck. <laughs> Do what, Kenneth? <laughs> I didn't say anything. Yeah, I better see that trophy come come Gunnersville this weekend. All I gotta say. So. Uh, I'll bring it when I see you Friday. <laughs> okay, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. So, all right, go ahead, David. What else you got? All right. So next up, we go to good old Lake Hartwell in Anderson, South Carolina, and uh, for the Carhartt College. Well, by sorry, Carhartt Bassmaster College event, and from Carson Newman University, the team of Ben Cully and Hayden Gaddis. Caught 35 pounds and 10 ounces over two days to take the W there. And let's see. Let me pull this up real fast and see that. So Charles Knowles, a newbie, a newbie to the group. Charles Knowles comes in, and what does he do? Charles nails it right on the nose, 35-10. He nails it, scores himself two points for that one. So congratulations, Charles. So we have a leader in the clubhouse currently. Charles Knowles. We had some 35-11s at three of those, 34-15s. So we had a few uh, hanging in there. And winning that point for us, 33-1, Mr. Jason Duran. So. Stand down. So he did. It. He missed it. He, he had, I think his dad just showed up, so he had to walk outside for a second. But, um, yeah, so. Stand down. There you go, Jace. That's for you. Can we just – just tell him he didn't get the point. We, we can. Like, he we won't can. know. Let's see. Who else was – was it 35? Let's see. I was over. Jason was 33-10. 
Kenneth, you were 3109, so we just give it to you. Yeah. If you're not here to claim it, did it even happen? Right. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, brothers, let's talk about the Harris chain. All right. So, uh, again, if you – what, I guess what – well, we're before, so the second guest are on our show tonight, uh, Mr. – Keith Tuma from Brainerd, Minnesota. He took the W. They're coming all the way back from 10th place to take uh, with a 58 pound and 13 ounce winning weight there. And with a massive 26 2 final day, he beat a bunch of good guys to uh, make that, to take that W there. So he did. He really did. And Scott Bazette takes on the win on the U pick. It was 58-11. I had a 58-15. I had a 58-04. 58-11, though, for Scott Bazet. And I love the guys who who pick like 91, 81, 79. I, you know, that's great, guys, but it's, it's not going to happen on a three-day <laughs> derby. But it's close. So Scott gets a point on that one. So we have a leader in Charles and Brandon and Scott with one point apiece. And winning that point for us – with a 57-14, it's like a broken record around here, Mr. Canic Rover. So. <laughs> All right. Two points for the week. <laughs> I'm on the way back. <laughs> Stand down. Stand down. <sighs> I love it. I absolutely love it. All right. Let's talk about Big Bass Tour, which really right. surprised me, Kenneth. I'm just going to be honest with you, but go ahead, David. Sorry. It did not surprise me at all. Really? Okay. <laughs> yes. All right. Go ahead, Kent, David. All right. So we go down to was it the big bass capital of the of the world, uh, Lake Eufaula, which I'll be going to and finally seeing those shores this coming Thursday. Um, winning the uh, event there, and I think he took it in the first hour on Saturday was Stuart Payne with the seven point eight five big bass. Seven eighty five for Stuart Payne, which I I was expecting more. To be honest with you, but um, obviously it uh, it didn't happen. But James Rice grabs not one, but two points this week as he nailed it on the head with a seven eighty five for that Dang. one. So that's, that's two, two people, people this week. Two people Man, this fire. week nailed it on the head. So we've got Charles and James tied for first. Brandon and Scott tied for second. And Michelle grabs that point for us with a 780 for old me. So not me, but Michelle likes it. Never give up. So, all right. Final one, PBC Lake Murray. David? Yep. So the Palmetto Boat Center Tournament Trail was out on Lake Murray. And the team of Justin Tingen and Jonathan Carter caught 27.52 pounds and they I believe that big fish too with a 7.3 but 27.52 takes the win on lake murray they had a bag <clears throat> that's for sure and what's funny is is these weights didn't go very high like the highest weight mm-hmm. we had picked was like 28.90 uh we had a 27.75 but 27.52 for the win josh Towsey grabs the point another newbie Josh Towsey grabs a point with 26.40. So, and then I grabbed the point with 24.30 in our group. So, uh, let me run through the points here real fast. Brandon Black, or sorry, Charles Knowles and James Rice currently tied for first with two points apiece. 
Brandon Black, Scott Bazette, and Josh Talzy currently sitting in second place, one point behind with one point apiece. For anybody taking uh, notes at home, I currently lead our five. You pick them, uh, our five person. You pick them over here with two points. KG's got one. David, sorry, bud. JD's got one, and Michelle's got one. So we are uh, we're kicking off March Hot for second. Pretty in strong, words, right? Y'all, yes. You, KG, and Michelle <laughs> are all tied for second. That's exactly right. So. That's where we're sitting right now, but uh, but yeah, got a lot of uh, a lot of good stuff happening, and uh, we got a big uh, we got a big you know you pick them coming up for this weekend, which we will get to after our um, that after our interviews here with Michael Harlan and Keith Tuma. So let's uh, take a quick little break. When we come back, I'll close all my windows over here and figure out what we're doing right here on this show. But mm-hmm. y'all ain't right back with more. Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. As bass fishermen, we love having gear that lets us spend more time on the water. But what happens when your battery dies and you can't make it back to the ramp? Well, eliminate your fear with rely on lithium batteries. These batteries are essential when starting and running your boat. They offer shorter charge times and more usable capacity without any late-day voltage sag. They're also incredibly lightweight compared to lead-acid batteries and are practically maintenance-free. Rely on batteries let you focus on your next big catch so you can make it back to the ramp in time for weigh-in. Learn more at relyonbattery.com slash anglerschannel and use our special promo code anglerschannel for 10% off. That's relyonbattery.com slash anglerschannel for 10% off using the code anglerschannel at checkout. What are you waiting for? Get hooked on Rely on Lithium today. Sportsman's Warehouse is your one-stop, convenient place to shop. Whether you're into camping, hunting, or fishing, our expert associates can help you find the gear you need. We carry a huge assortment of quality equipment from the best manufacturers in the country and around the world. We have guns, ammo, rods, and lures, not to mention every kind of outdoor clothing for the whole family. You can shop in one of our fully stocked stores or visit us online at sportsmanswarehouse.com. Visit Sportsman's Warehouse. Shop one of over 60 locations. Mercury, there are no limits to the lengths we'll go to make sure you have no limits either. Unlimited adrenaline. Unlimited fun. Unlimited weekend. Except maybe having to go home eventually. Introducing the all-new V8 Mercury Pro XS. Light, quick, efficient. Mercury, go boldly. Welcome back, folks. Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. We're brought to you by our friends at Pro Charging Systems. Future of Marine Charging Systems is here. Check it out at dualpro.com. Excited to welcome in your Plains Division Toyota Series winner, Mr. Michael Harlan. Brother, like I said, already got the trophies on the wall back there behind you, your jerkbait box. I mean, how are you? Man, I'm tired. I can tell you that. <laughs> you know, I'm ready to get going fishing again, but it, it's uh, it's been nonstop the last couple of days. I bet. How how much practice did you have? I, I know this is probably your home lake, though, isn't it, or close to it? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm like a hundred yards from the lake right now, so okay. I do. I get to fish quite a bit, but I mean, man, it was froze up for like a month, 
before leading up to the event. So uh, I started practice Monday. It started opening up about Friday or Saturday. I didn't get out there till Monday. So I had Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday to practice. Well, dude, we saw all these videos, all these guys posting on social, you know, guys from down south that went up there and they're breaking ice, right? Trying to get out of these cut. How much ice was back in there? I mean, what was happening was it was it was thawing uh, during the day, but you know, from uh, you know from daylight till about ten eleven o'clock every day, it was icing up the whole lake. Wow. Uh, the the creek arms were uh, they weren't necessarily freezing. They were a lot warmer than the main lake, but every day the main lake was freezing up. That's crazy. That is absolutely crazy. So, well, let's talk a little bit about this win. I mean, wire to wire, twenty one eleven on day one. 20 even on day two and 20 pounds six ounces on day three 62-1 for the win i mean i know you've got a you've got a bfl win from a couple of years ago up there same lake but dude now you're a toyota series champion an mlf champ at that yeah. i mean that's got to feel good it does it feels real good you know i i've been working real hard and just like everybody does and and really when it's your time it's your time stuff was crazy stuff was happening this week like I probably caught two or three four pounders by the tail on an A rig, you know. Really? When when stuff like that starts happening, you know, it's your week. And when it's your time, everybody says it. When it's your time, you can't really do anything to mess it up. And it at both tournaments, man, that's that's about how it was. So I'll go ahead and, and ask this question. I normally say this question for later in the in the deal, but you were just talking about it. At what point in the weekend did you know, dude, it's mine. I got it. Man, I really didn't feel like that at all. You know, it was hard not to uh, uh, Friday night. You know, I had like a – I don't remember exactly how much I had, but if I had 10 pounds, they needed 25 to catch me. Sure. And and I was – every day I found new new stuff to catch fish off of, and I feel like that's really important in multi-day tournaments uh, in order to win is finding new stuff throughout the tournament. And, and I did do that. You know, I found a brush pile – the second day of the tournament that I ended up catching a five off of that day and a five and a four the last day. Okay. And, uh, you know, I felt like I had a good chance obviously going into Saturday and then, you know, it's been an evening or an afternoon bite all week. And, uh, we took off an hour earlier Saturday than we had the first two days. And I, we'd been hitting the tail end of what I thought was an, a morning feeding window. And then they were feeding again in the afternoon. So when we, when we took off Saturday morning, I set the boat down on what I thought was some of my best stuff. And, and within 10 minutes, I had a five and a four and a three. And it's like, <laughs> man, it, you know, I, that, at that point, I was like, I, as long as I get back and everything goes according to plan, I, it, it's going to be tough to beat me. So. Sure, sure. That's got to make you feel good, though. I mean, it's got to really calm your nerves on that last day. I mean, winning a one-day deal is, is a whole lot different than winning a three-day deal, I would imagine. I, I've only won one-day deals, but – I would imagine that final day, I mean, you got a lot of stuff going through your head. So to get, you know, three good fish in the boat and to finish out your limit, I mean, that's that, that, that's got to put you at ease a little bit. Yeah, and, you know, everybody kept asking me how I was feeling and if I was freaking out and all that type of stuff. And uh, I was pretty level-headed and calm all, all week long. It's kind of weird. Uh, I guess having a cushion really helped that, you know. But Sunday or Saturday morning, I really wasn't too too crazy jacked up or anything like that. I was just ready to go out there and get it over with. I got you. All right. So let's talk a little bit about your pattern and and the baits you were catching these fish on. Yeah. Um, so typically this time of year, especially like late February, early March, 
the uh, the lower end of the lakes better as long as it's clear. And then later in the in March and through April, the upper end gets better, you know, the dirty water. But I knew going into it that I wanted to focus on the clear water and, uh, you know, it ended up working out for me. I told I said on stage or in the Bass and Bob interview or something, I remember saying that if this would have fizzled on me or, or it wouldn't have worked out, I'd have been in big trouble because, I, I, you know, I spent my entire practice all three days looking for the pattern I did. Um, and I was just looking for staging areas before these fish go up to spawn in the clear water. You know, it's kind of, they only go so shallow usually when it's real clear like that um, on average, you know, certain right. parts of the day they'll pull up super shallow, but they're going to spend majority of their time in that mid range, you know, like 10 to 18, 20 foot. And so I, I focused on that in practice and find a structure, whether it was rock or brush or, or, or whatever it was. Um, I was really just looking for areas that were going to hold a lot of fish, something that the fish were going to stop on coming from that deep water going up to spawn. Sure. Um, and that would be real consistent. And, and that's what I did. I threw an A-rig and a jerk bait over that stuff all week and just bounced a lot of spots. Okay. Now, you know, I, I know we're, we're, we're talking about spawn and, and pre-spawn stuff, but I mean, you know, it's still early March and y'all were breaking ice in the mornings, you know, getting going out of these coves. So when is your spawn or how, how long these fish, you know, come to this transition point before they do move up to spawn? I'm really, I mean, I think the fish that I was catching are going to be there until mid-April, that first full moon in April. Okay. Uh, when that water starts pushing 60 degrees and they'll they'll go up to spawn or you can catch fish up shallow on the lower end from April through the early part of May. Uh, but really what's going to happen is you may be able to catch fish at, in that part of the lake, but when that upper end starts firing and, and it gets dirty and, and it starts warming up, it's going to overshadow the, the lower end and the clearer water. Okay. I got you. I got you. What was your water temp this weekend? Uh, we were seeing like 36 to 40 in the afternoon. Wow. So like if you saw 40, it was a, it was warming up good. <laughs> wow. I think I'm, I'm down here on Gunnersville between Gunnersville and Wheeler. And it was, we're in the, we're in the, the low to mid fifties right now. So, you know, here 36 and 40, that's, I didn't seen that for you know since first of January. And David, he lives up north. His water's still hard, so his is it's a lot colder than <laughs> than thirty six. I four. feel for you, man. It's been a pain <laughs> trying to deal with that cold water. I still got a good month before my water thaws out. So yeah, you yeah. can you can keep all that ice, man. <laughs> well, so we t we tell him the same thing. I'm like, dude, just keep it up there. He's actually coming down here this week, and I'm really kind of concerned about it because I'm a I'm afraid there's gonna be a cold front come with him and totally mess up the weekend but that's that's part of it so with that deal well talk a little about the baits i mean what you know water depth i know you're using a rig and a jerk bait so talk a little bit about those if you don't if you want to yeah so i i kind of bounced it back and forth uh we had the first day was super sunny um and i stuck with like a pro blue red pearl this is a shane's baits a rig i'm not sponsored by any of these guys it's just what i believe in sure uh, i really like this a rig for a couple reasons uh, the wires are super soft. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, you get a lot of that, that pulsing action when it's moving through the water, especially if you know you pop your rod or it makes it look real natural. Um, and you can actually change the wires on this bait. Okay. So if you break them or you want to put blades on it, it's super easy. It's like four or five bucks, seven bucks for a set of three wires. So if you break, you know, your, your A-rig lasts a lot longer. So this is a cool A-Rig. And then another thing is the wire's longer on the middle one. Right. And so, it, like, 90% of the time, they were eating this this middle bait. 
Sure. Um, so I was throwing this, the pro blue red pearl more in the sunshine, um, usually bladed in the sun. And then I was throwing the, the non-bladed when it was cloudy, but this is a young, young umbrella flash mob junior, okay. uh, with French pearl 3.8 Kytex, both 3.8 on both. And, uh, I was just bouncing back and forth between these early in the morning, late in the afternoon, um, and kind of rotating through them, bladed, no blades, just trying to figure out which one they wanted that day. And so, then when the fish got real shallow mm-hmm. or sometimes they were wanting to get it out of the way of that a rig, like it was kind of spooking them a little bit. You could throw this, you could throw a little mega bass vision One Ten up there and catch them. This is a stain reaction OB. I've actually changed the hooks out. Um, this is a Gamakatsu G, G Finesse's okay. uh, size five. It's Aaron Martin's hook. I really like this. My general rule of thumb is I like the mega bass hook when the fish aren't jumping. Right. So if the fish aren't coming to the surface, I'll throw the mega bass hook. Um, and then whenever they are, uh, when they're more aggressive and fighting harder, I like the G Finesse a lot better. It's a stronger hook. Um, and no snap. I learned that the, a lot of the Japanese guys, or when you buy a JDM color, mm-hmm. they come with no snap. Or, or no split ring i'm sorry right and so i've been i've been running no split ring and a snap and i think it frees the bait up a little bit and you, you get more of a darting action so that's okay. something i kind of picked up on over time and uh that's kind of my setup you know i really didn't throw much else a couple a rigs and a jerk wave so go back to your a rig deal I, you know i'm i'm not a big a rig a rig guy but one thing i noticed is the one without your blades you've got belly hooks or belly weights yeah. on the on the swim baits versus a head and so which one do you like better or what i've I've not seen one rigged that way and that's my ignorance probably for just not throwing it but why do you why do you use that versus the the heads on the on that that particular one i don't think a ton of guys do throw the belly weighted one uh you're you're obviously not going to hook as many fish and i'd rather throw an exposed hook if i can get away with it sure uh but when you're targeting structure like brush uh it really helps if you sometimes you got to hit it you know Right. Like if you're just reeling it over the trees or the rock, they won't, they won't, they won't commit to it. But if you can sometimes hit it and pop that bait out of there, uh, it'll get them fired up. That's actually something like I picked up on at Table Rock. Okay. Uh, you know, it's a lot of big trees down there and cedar trees and we'll actually flip it at the trees and Table Rock and let it fall down them. Really? And it's, I mean, it's a lot more weedless than you'd think it'd be. Sure. And when they're really eating it good, the, the belly weights that, I mean, you, you land just as many as you would on an exposed hook, but. Like I was this week, I was catching big ones by the tail. Right. They just weren't committing to eating it, probably because of the cold water. Sure. Um, and so I don't think that I would have had near as good of a landing ratio with the belly weighted hooks. I did catch them on it and I did throw it, but I'd say like 80% of the time I stuck with exposed this week. Okay. Hold those two up so we can compare them if you don't, if you don't mind. I think that's uh, yeah. that's a neat deal. I mean, because that's, that's, you know, a, a buddy of mine referred to that as throwing the throwing a wet a, a wet poodle is, is what that kind of relates to in, in throwing mm-hmm. those deals and and you know we don't hear about it a lot more because a lot of a lot of tournament trails they're not uh they're not used but i mean that's definitely that's a heck of a rig that's that's for yeah. sure yeah it's a lot to throw uh you know when they first came out everybody's saying you have to throw it on like a a flipping stick sure. and, and 65 pound braid and a great big old reel uh, I've actually really been dialing down. Um, I, I use FX custom rods. I think they're, they're really high quality rods. It's mm-hmm. kind of a new company. Yeah. Uh, they've been around a few years, but they're really, really getting popular. And this model is not even designed to throw an A-Rig, uh, but it, I found it really works. It's my favorite rod for sure. It's a 7.7 heavy. Okay. It's just, it's got a real fast tip. I mean, I, I would hardly consider it a heavy. 
it's right. got a good backbone, but it's it's super tippy. Uh, I mean, to tell you how how soft the tip really is, I throw a whopper plopper on it. Sure, uh, whopper plopper super popular up here in the fall. Yeah, um, I throw a plopper on it in the fall. I throw a big worm and a big jig on it in the summertime. It's just super versatile and it, and it handles that a rig good. You know, you don't you don't pull the bait away from them so much, but uh, it really loads up good and you get good backbone out of it. And uh, it, it's just a good setup. I, I I love rod companies that that give you the um that they give you the, you know, this is good for a jig or a spinner bait or this or that. Like I throw all that out the window, right? You, you yeah. can't, I put my wife gets so tickled because I'll throw all the rod and reels in the boat and we'll go out and we'll just, you know, I'll put my Raptors down or my talons and we'll just sit in one spot and I'll spool something up and I'll play with it. And then, you know, and then I'm like, man, probably not. And I'll set it over here and I'll do something else. So I find what I think will work. You know, I used to Carolina rig with a telescoping seven foot six Daiwa flipping stick because for the Carolina rig at the time that was the deal I think now it's mm-hmm. I've got it's like a I use like a loose ledge crankbait rod really is what I use so every yes. every you, you got to play with your stuff to find you know find, find what fits what you do right you know right yeah. there and I'm super picky about it man I I'm pretty hardcore like tackle junkie and I, I hate like throwing something on not the right rod or not the light line right line I gotta have the right gear ratio and all my tackles always got to be perfect. You know, some guys go out there, throw a rusty hook and, sure. you know, a three, three armed a rig and not worry <laughs> about it, man. I can't sleep at night if I do that kind of thing. So I, I do like you, I, I play with it all the time. And you know, that, that setup is, uh, it's tried and true. And I really do like throwing it sure. uh, for that a rig. You just can't throw it on the bigger ones, you know, right. 3.8 is about the biggest baits I'll throw on it. But. Okay. All right. And what, what line did you say you're using? What, what, what this size is actually line? 20 pound fluorocarbon okay uh, it's not it's cigar and bizx it's mm-hmm. another thing like everybody throws braid on them but i i'm a fluorocarbon guy you know some people say it gets more bites i really don't think it gets you a lot more bites um the only reason i throw fluoro over braid is you know we don't have grass or anything up here and i just i'm more comfortable fishing it all day you know sure. it comes off the school the way i want it to and i feel like i can personally cast it better than i can braid every time i get to try and throw a braid on an A-rig or buzzbait or something, about yanks the rod out of my hand every four or five casts, and it's like, I'll just stick with Florida, man, it, and it works out good for me. That's uh, that, that's a good point. David, you had a question? Yes, yeah, so going back to your bait colors there, so I know like uh, the common theme, and forgive me if I don't you know, know much about why you're throwing this particular color, but I saw that the common trend was some type of a white, you know, so the, the French pearl or the stain reaction, that's, you know, kind of an off-whitish. Uh, go into why that white color uh, played into your uh selection this week i think you know that's a good question and it, it just works and really i i think it's more like it's an attention getter it's like a okay. it's like a shock color you know that goes over their head compared to something that's like ultra supernatural i think it just gets their attention and once they get their eyes locked on something like that they can't look away from it you know they just they get to following it and, and they just got to know what it is if you throw something that just looks like every other shad that swims by, sometimes that you know they may not want it. Now other times they they it's got to be something natural when they're finicky. But if they're biting good and they and they were biting good for me this week, they you know they they want something that's a little bit brighter. And if I can get away with brighter, I'm going to throw it because it's going to get more bites. Okay. Good deal. Good deal. So now are you fishing all three of the events in the in the Plains Division? 
I am now. You are now. <laughs> I uh, I told my buddies that I was going to take it event by event. You know, if I cash a check, I'll go to the next one and so on and so forth and try and qualify for the championship. I did qualify, but I'm still going to fish the rest of them. I got you. I got you. So what's it going to feel like? I mean, qualifying for the championship, that's a $200,000 deal, brother. I mean, that's that's a nice little payday yeah. there. Oh, for sure. For sure, man. It's uh, That's exciting. That would be the biggest tournament I've ever fished, no doubt about it. Um, and I'm excited to get down there and try it. I think it's on Pickwick in November. Yeah. Uh, fished Pickwick one time in college, and it's a cool lake. It's going to be totally different from when I was there. It was kind of an offshore deal. So uh, I, I've been on the TVA a few times, Kentucky Lake, Barkley, and, and all that. But, you know, it, it's a new experience, so I'm excited to get down there and, and try and try and hang with the boys. Sure. Now, what's your full-time job? What do you do full-time? I'm a realtor here at the lake. I work for Remax at the lake, and okay, that that that's a good job to have, you know, fit with fishing. It kind of goes hand in hand. I don't, you know, I I only work when I have to, and you know, it's not a set schedule, and I, sure. I can go fishing when I need to. So okay, it, it works out well. All right. So what's your uh, what's your goals in the fishing industry? Man, my, I, I've been telling my buddies now. My next my next goal for sure is to win something not on this lake. You know, I don't want to be one of those one dimensional guys. That everybody says. He can catch them on Lake of the Ozarks, but he, he can't really go anywhere else. I, right. I really want to win something somewhere else, a, a major event, a BFL or a Toyota or, or something like that uh, on a different lake. And, you know, I'll, t- I'll ride it as far as it goes, man. If I if I were to qualify for I may go out and bomb the next two. Uh, <laughs> but if I were to qualify for the tour or whatever, I mean, I'll, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to roll with the punches. Okay. I got you. I got you. Very cool. Very cool. Well, brother, I know you got a full plate ahead of you. Everybody's uh, wanting a little piece of your time, so – We'll uh, we'll cut you loose and uh, and let you get ready for that stuff. But thanks so much for your time tonight, and uh, dude, good luck in the future. Look forward to talking to you again soon. No problem, man. It was a pleasure. Yes, sir. We'll talk to you soon. Have a good one. Thanks, Bye. buddy. Whether day or night, I love to tie one on. Every day of the week, I like to tie one on. I don't care who's looking, I always tie one on. Every time I go on the water, I love to tie one on. You may not know this about me, but every once in a while, I've been known to tie one on. Come on, man. Join the Stray King team. All you got to do, tie one on. (laughs) I think I always tie one on. Turn up the heat with America's most innovative total performance fishing machines. With more best-in-class features, the Ranger Z Comanche series has taken all-out performance to even higher levels. Dare to dream and join a whole new level of leadership, the Ranger Z Comanche series. Still building legends, one at a time. Welcome back, folks. Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. I'm here brought to you by our friends, Strike King Lure Company, Lures, Rods, and Reels. Products made for winners. Check them out online, strikeking.com and lose.com. Excited to welcome in your Bass Opens winner from the Harris Chain, Mr. Keith Toomey. Keith, I got to ask. I mean, day one, dude. Yeah. 12 and a half pounds. Yeah. And you're in 59th place. What the 58th, crap? 58th place. Let's uh let's not church it up too well, much. Well, <laughs> I'm looking at the I was looking at the standings. Okay, I'll, I'll change my notes. 58th place. Yes, sir. What happened on day 1, brother? Um day 1 I was relying on a completely different pattern. Um the wind wasn't blowing that bad. There was grass matted up next to the Kissimmee grass. 
and there was minnows in there and the fish were just busting on them like crazy. So I was counting on that for a quick limit. And then I was going to go pre-fishing afterwards. Well, the quick limit never happened for me. My, my co-angler, he had three in the boat by fairly early in the morning. He had the first fish in the boat, which was great. I figured, all right, man, I'm doing my job. I'm a great guide. So this is fun. Now, can I get some over here? You can start calling into my side or something fun like that. <laughs> no, anyway. Um, so we, we hopped around to a few different places, uh, di- just different patterns that I had shaken. And uh, none of them really came together. So at, at one o'clock, we were back on our start spot. I told the, told my guy, I said, look, I've got this spot. It's across the bay from here. I marked it all out and practiced, never wet a line on it. I said, let's go pre-fishing. Let's go see what it has for us. <laughs> so we shot over there and uh, he got bit right away after he put a swim jig on. And I looked at him. I said, when did you tie that swim jig on? He goes, three casts ago. Because I'm dragging a worm. <laughs> you know, what are you supposed to do in Florida? Drag, Drag a damn a worm. worm. That's it. You know? yeah. So anyway, um, I said, dude, I said, thank you for the clue. I said, I'm, I'm sorry for what's about to happen. And I put my worm rod down and put the old chatterbait to work. And, it, you know, Cameron, great guy. He took it in strides. He, like I said, he had a limit. And he was still fishing. He was still trying from the back of the boat. But. It uh, worked out that I got my four bites there, a cold one time, and came in with my 12.6. So I was proud. I was happy of it. <laughs> so 12.6. Better, better than the fish I didn't have up to that point. <laughs> yeah. So 12.6 on day one, 58th place, excuse me. But then 20.5 20, 20. pounds on day two well, jump, jumped up to 10th. Correct. Here's, here's what I did. I, I left fish biting there. I was still getting – I hadn't figured out – at that point, I hadn't, I knew there was fish in the area. I hadn't figured out what to do to get the big bites yet. Right. At that point. And I'm going to sound way better than what I actually am with this whole deal. But <laughs> I started changing up my retrieve on day two. Um, as we started there, um, we spent all, all day there with the exception of a few hours or a couple hours, I should say, where I ran to other spots that were in the close vicinity. Right. And uh, I noticed that there was another boat that started there, and that would have been Alex Weatherall. Great dude. Um, he, he got an eight-pounder like 30 yards in front of me. I didn't see it. He said it happened. It was phenomenal, whatever. <laughs> I knew his co-angler had caught a couple fish. Well, as he's going to leave, he's like, Hey man, would you mind not staying or not fishing this spot? And I said, all right. I said, why? He goes, well, I'm doing good. I'm in contention. I said, okay, what's good? Define good. He goes, I'm sitting in third. Perfect. I'll stay off it. Not a problem. Sure. I said, but I'm fishing all around your spot. He goes, that's fine. So, um, I, I changed up my retrieve. Um, I did tie on a heavier chatterbait at one point and noticed that that helped out quite a bit. And so I just made minor adjustments and figured out where the fish were sitting on that spot. Like I said, I knew there was fish there. I just didn't know the caliber or the quantity or what was going to, I didn't know what was going to happen. I just knew I was around fish. Sure. That's a good thing in Florida. (laughs) Yeah. Really good thing. So jumped you up 48 places. I mean, made the cut. I mean, how'd that feel? I was in disbelief and (laughs) it's funny. I got to bring up Alex again, but uh, him and I were standing by the, I don't know, by the stage afterwards, we're watching the weigh in, the watching the next few flights weigh in. And he's like, dude, you got this. You're sitting in eighth right now. And I was like, well, I said, there's some heavy hitters coming. There's some big bags. I got a little intel from, uh, from a couple other Minnesota boys that were, you know, came up and introduced themselves to me and we we're talking. 
And, uh, you know, then bumped back to ninth and then it was getting towards the end. I said, there's one more that I'm worried about. And yep, there he is right there. And then bumped back to 10th. So <laughs> I, I was, I was fully convinced when I came into the, to the weigh in that day, uh, day two, that I was not fishing on Saturday. Okay. And I was fine with it. I, I made a bonehead move and, uh, had it cost me a couple ounces, I would have, would have been bummed, but I mean, it ended up costing me pounds, but it worked out. Um, I boat flipped a five pounder. It lands on the back deck and it's flop. It comes unbuttoned. It's <laughs> flopping around back there. My co-angler can't get to it. I go diving back there. My, he wanted the, the butt seat in the back. So yeah. I've got to get around him, get around the butt seat. I scun up my knee, uh, got some good carpet burn out of the deal for, for memories and for, <laughs> you know, just a talking point. Anyway, I'm, I'm going for this dang fish on the back and it's still there. It stopped flopping. And I, just, as I reach for it, it gives one more flop and in between the power pole and the, and the outboard. And thank you she very much it. for playing. Have yeah. a nice day. Don't do that stupid stuff again. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, I wasn't mad about it though. I was like, Hey, I don't know. I'm fishing or I, I, I know I'm not fishing on Saturday. It's all good. So what? I wouldn't be mad either. I wouldn't be mad either if I'm catching five pounders in Florida and you live in one of the coldest places on earth. I mean, you got to be, you know, I'd be happy too, you know? So it was, it was just the whole, the whole event was just phenomenal. It was run very well. It was, it's, it's just a good time. It was my first open too. So I, I had already, well, I knew I was getting a check at that point with that 20 pound bag. So I was pretty tickled that uh, I'd met my goal of coming in 40th or better. So, right. Right. Yeah. And so to be 10th place, I was, well, that's even better. Belief. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, 32, 11 over two days, dude, you're 13 pounds back. Yeah. Of, of some kid named Patrick Walters. Uh, I actually, I think he was like second or third, but still, I yeah, mean, Alex you got, Catherall. you got yeah. a, you got a, you know, pretty, you know, tough road to hoe to, to win yeah, this well, thing. Even, and this is, this is really going to sound weird. Wasn't concerned about it. The, I was the only guy fishing on the last day that didn't have a thing to lose. I couldn't go back any further. Sure. So why not just take all the pressure off of me and go fishing, go have fun, crack some jokes. I knew I was going to be fishing around Alex in the morning, so I wanted to try and lighten him up. I knew the camera was going to be on him, so I'm messing with the camera guys too. Andy takes things in stride. He was pretty fun. But, uh, yeah, it was just a, it was a good time on the water uh, for the first hour. Um, I got a big bite as well so i mean that obviously helped add to the good time so i think i marked it at five it was probably a six or so so sure okay. and then it just it went uh things went down after that and <laughs> well, my, define going down because 26 <laughs> two is it's that's going down brother i mean that's that's incredible it uh i was catching fish consistently I mean, there were some small ones and there was a few fish that were, that were just slapping at the bait and they were, I was missing them or they were missing me or however one about yanked the rod out of my hand. I have no idea how it missed, but, uh, that I guess they bump it mouth closed or they slap it with their tail or whatever. Maybe they're attacking the blade. I have no idea. Sure. Can't see what's going on down there. But, uh, after Alex took off, um, it was probably 15 minutes and I, I figured this out on day one when boats would come in or boats would leave that whenever there was boat traffic, especially day two, it really showed, um, I'd get bit in pretty close proximity or similar time frame to when a boat would come in or leave, it would stir up the bait, it push, push the fish around while I cast back over where I caught that first five or six or whatever you want to call it. And, uh, it, 
line stopped. <laughs> I set the hook, the fish, it didn't move the rod bowed up. I'm running braid with a, with a seven, three medium heavy and, um, a glass cranking rod, but still, and all I can feel is head shakes down there. I was like, Oh boy, this is, this is the right one. This right. is a good one. And it comes up and shows itself and huge mouth. And now I'm freaking out and backing the drag off and I'm no good at lip and fish. I got to work on that. It's, <laughs> it, I mean, it's pathetic. Look at the pictures on, on Bassmaster with me trying to struggle with that first one. I mean, it's, it's kind of comical to be honest with you, but it, uh, it came in the boat. It wanted to go for boat rides and have its pictures taken in Orlando. So that's, that's how, how big did that one weigh? What do you weigh? That one was, it turned out to be eight, three. Um, I, I marked it as seven and my marshal was giving me a really hard time at this point. He's like, Oh, that thing's way bigger than seven pounds. I mean, you should have heard him. We're the only boat there. There's people up on shore. I'm sure that are just going crazy. Cause he was hooping and hollering. Like I just, you know, won the thing already i was like oh, stop it we're having fun i got two good ones we got we got a long ways to go that was my fifth fish by the way that uh, that eight pounder wow and then we went through quite a quite a lull um where it was just a little a little squeaker here no i take that back i got a three and a two and a half and then we went through a little bit of a lull so it had me sitting at like 18 and changed in that in that second or third place i guess on bass track which he told me at the end of the day he brought it up right away. He's like, you want to know? I said, hell no, I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, did you not have a co-angler for the final day or just a marshal? Just a marshal. Yeah. Okay. Um, the co-anglers were day one and two, and then their their battle was settled. So okay. Okay. my day one co-angler, uh, Cameron, ended up third place overall. So couldn't be more happy for that fella too. Great guy. That's, uh, that's really cool. All right. So 18, 19 pounds. So how did we get to 26.2? Well... All right. <clears throat> so kept working that area. It was the end of the day. I noticed that the, on my, um, live scope that the, the, the bait fish started dissipating in the area that I was pounding. Um, so I started just kind of wandering around trying to find them. Well, they had moved up on the flat towards the Kissimmee grass quite a bit. And once I started seeing, uh, the bait fish on, on the forward facing sonar again, uh, I knew to start fishing there. And it was, I had a couple of bumps, fish just kind of swatting at it. And then the, I think with 40 minutes to go, made a cast, a pretty long cast and about three quarters of the way back. Once again, the chatterbait stops, the rod bowed up and it starts cutting sideways. And I looked, I looked at uh, Pat, my marshal, I said, Hey dude, it's another one of those ones. <laughs> and uh, he starts freaking out again. He says, I told you, dude, you just needed one good bite. I said, let me get the thing in the boat first. I mean, he's pre-strike celebration, the whole nine yards. It was great, great energy. We had a blast, but anyway, get it in the boat. He goes, what are you going to mark that one as? I said, five pounds. He goes, I, I'm mush melon at this point. Sure. I have no idea what's going on. Right. I'm excited. This is completely out of my element. Um, so he goes, that's way bigger than that. It was probably seven. So anyway, in the live well, it went out, went my last two pounder and, uh, we just kind of fished around. Alex came back in, um, another boat jumped back in on that spot. Um, but it was, I mean, it was all over at that point. I didn't know it. Um, my marshal told me, he said, you're sandbagging. Um, so anyway, yeah, my friends back home after watching the weigh in and all that stuff. Now I'm, now I'm Frank, the sandbagger. Cause 
I Alex like called me Frank by mistake on stage, so <laughs> kind of fun. We got we to gotta roll with it. Frank the Sandbagger. Frank the Sandbagger. <laughs> I'm writing that down. That's cool. Yeah. So you, you really, though, you had – you know, hang on a minute. Slide your head to the right or left just a minute. Did you see that? I can. Just just slide that's, it over just a little that's bit. That's my calendar. 99% badass right there. I love it's, it's that. 1%, 1 human, 99% badass. I, I love that. That is absolutely <laughs> awesome. I, 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 I need that. That was that. my Christmas present to myself. That's uh, <laughs> that's incredible. I love that. But, I mean, you know, you did Did you have any idea that, that, that you might win this thing? None whatsoever. Um, with the With the – the talent that was fishing that top 10. Well, the talent that was fishing the whole 225 sure. boat field. I mean, yeah. come on. Um, just absolutely amazing. No, I, I had no expectations. I had no clue. Uh, the only time I had a, an inkling that I may have pulled this, this off the 10th to first place leap was when uh, my marshal said, uh, I know your sandbag and I know what you got for weight. Um, <laughs> you got this thing. Yeah. I know what yeah. you got for weight. You got this I don't think, thing. I don't think he figured it was 26, but he was, he had me way stronger than 21. Let's put it that way. Sure. Sure. Well, he's sitting there watching, uh, watching bass track and got a pretty good idea of, uh, of what's happening. So, right. um, but so you win this thing by two pounds. I mean, I would assume you're going to Douglas and Norman now. So you go to the Bassmaster Classic next year. I've, I've been signed up. Um, when I registered in January 14th, I had to wait to register. Um, I signed up for all three Southern opens. So yeah, um, Douglas coming up next and then Norman in September and I'm, I'm, I'm going to be there, man. But dude, you're, you're, you're one for one in opens and you're already going to the big show. I mean, how cool is that? It hasn't sunk in yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it, it, just an old boy from Minnesota going fishing, I guess. Just right? an old boy from Minnesota. But now listen, you told me this is what, a 27 hour drive to the Harris chain? It was yeah, 26, 26 with, with fuel stops and brakes and all that stuff. Sure. Yeah. But I mean, this is not the first time you've been there. You were there in December and, 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 and had a pretty good team championship down there. We had an awesome finish. We really did. Um, Andy Walls, my, my normal tournament partner, we fished the Minnesota Bass Nation circuit. Uh, Kay's trying to get us to come down to the ABT, um, which we're talking about doing hey, that. Your as buddy well. Adam, Adam Bartuzic, he fishes the 100s with us. So, I mean, come he on does. down. He, right? he fishes the MNBNs as well. So. Yeah. 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 I mean, uh, <clears throat> yeah, you never know. I mean, it's just all going to be what time allows. Sure. Uh, but yeah, Andy and I went down there in December. So we, we had a little bit of a, an idea or a little taste of the lake and, um, yeah, we finished second place and Wesley Sam's and Jordan Wiggins beat us out. And then Jordan's going to the classic this year, which is phenomenal. Yeah. Couldn't be more happy for the guy. <laughs> um, yeah, it's great. That's, absolutely great. That's that's absolutely. My cool. partner Andy finished second place overall. You know, in the after the fish off. So, right. Yeah. Good right. stuff, man. That's it's really very, good stuff. That's very Fun. cool. David, you're smiling. What you got for him? I was gonna say, so you're from Minnesota. Are you a walleye guy, or were you always a bass guy, or a mix of both? Ah, this is interesting. <clears throat> I was born in Florida. And oh, wow. down there, my dad used now, to tournament bass. Now fish. the truth comes out. Okay. <laughs> now the we truth moved, comes we out. We moved to Minnesota when I was 10 years old. So, or no, sorry, seven years old. <clears throat> we moved to Minnesota. Um, we would vacation up here. So it would be perch, walleyes, northern pike, and, you know, occasionally we'd tie into a muskie. 
Um, I didn't realize for a long time that there was bass in Minnesota. Oh boy. I would say I was 14, 15 years old before I realized there was bass in Minnesota. And then I was out on Leech Lake. We moved to Leech Lake, uh, Walker, Minnesota. And that's where I was kind of brought up, grew up. So it was, I was walleye fishing. I was muskie fishing, Northern Pike and perch. We loved that stuff. Um, We had a couple of resorts up there, a little back history. But then when I figured out that there was bass out there, it was, oh boy, it was bad news. And poor bass. (laughs) (laughs) That's uh, that's cool, Kenneth. Yeah. I know you're uh, you're you're grand over there too. What you got for him? Well, you said something earlier that kind of made me think. You, you know, you made the comment that you never really thought you were you were took the lead or was in the lead or even thought that was even possible. You seem like the kind of guy that's kind of cool under pressure. I'm just wondering if early on, especially you know after you caught your first big one, if you would have thought you would have been first or had a legitimate shot at first would that have affected you mentally in in a way that may would have kept you from being able to execute like you did? Um, I don't think so. Maybe I didn't really, I never did. I've I've never been so calm in a, in a tournament ever as I was Saturday for, for whatever reason, just a a sense of calm. Cause I, I convinced myself the night before that I have nowhere to go, but up, you know, I can't finish any worse. I'm, I've met and exceeded my goal of a top 40 already. So I just, I just kept with that. Um, I, I don't know. It, let's try it again at the, at Douglas and uh, I'll let you know, I'll, I'll, I'll catch a couple of good ones right away. And I'll think of, I think I got myself the win and, and I'll let you know how, how different it is. How's that deal? I think, I think most people fishing their first open in that situation would be freaking out. Well, I think, uh, I think because I've fished a couple of the team championships on the Harris chain before we were there in 2018 and then also 2020. Um, I think because I've, I've, I've been in that format before or that, that big of a, of a tournament. Um, I think that really helped just kind of calm me down. And um, I mean, shoot, dude, somebody's going to win. It's always going to happen. Somebody's going to win. So, I mean, it, uh, it's all good. I'm, right. I was rooting, I was rooting for everybody in the top 10, to be honest with you. Right. So I would have been tickled pink if, if any one of the fellows would have, would have taken it. Can, it was good that's really the right, the right attitude to take every time. Cause all you can do is do your best for that day and correct and the cards lay out where they lay out. <laughs> Absolutely. I just, yeah. I, in my mind though, Kenneth and correct me if I'm wrong, but I mean, 12, six on day one. I mean, I'm already, you know, checking out of the hotel early. Right, I'm already uh, I'm already planning my fuel stops and where I'm going to eat on the way back to Minnesota, and uh, this this dude goes out and catches twenty and a half pounds, and he's like, Nah, I'm going to serve him for day three. I might just win this thing, you know, because I've got a calendar on my wall that says I'm ninety nine percent badass. That's why right I'm going to do man. it right there. Right there. <laughs> Jeez, I mean, that's that's just, dude. What do you do for a living? Are you like an inspirational speaker or something? I mean, what do you do? Well. I've, uh, I've got a small manufacturing business. Um, I, I, I make a, uh, a part that goes on the front of an enclosed car trailer, like a stacker, uh, race car trailer or something yeah. like that. It'll take up to 2000 pounds of tongue weight off of the tow vehicle. So oh, mainly wow. stackers and motorhomes, um, stabilizes the, the, the load, the tow, tow vehicle, everything. Um, it's kind of a 
pretty cool product. I won't name drop it just in case you want. <laughs> no, hey, feel free. It's your show, dude. It's your 20 minutes of fame right here. So. Dude, all right. Well, it's it's called Tufto, T-U-F-F-T-O-W, okay. and website's Tufto.com. So anyway, it's it's cool product. It wouldn't work on a boat trailer, but uh, if you got some big stuff you're hauling around on big uh, big enclosed trailers, it'd definitely make a difference. That's, that's awesome. All right, so... You know, you're one for one in the opens. You've qualified for the classic. Now, what's your goal? What's your goal for these next two opens and for the rest of this year? I've got it. This for the rest of this year, I'm fishing the MNBNs. Um, so we're going to try and qualify for the team championship again. Uh, my partner Andy and I. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as myself personally, um, obviously focus a little bit on work. Um, my daughter, family, and then when the, as far as the opens, I'm putting out the thought of the classic and the elites, I'm putting that out of my head. I'm just going to go, I'm going to go learn these two lakes. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to see what I can find, do the best I can do and just have a darn good time. Um, this year was baby steps year for me. How can I do, how will I, uh, how will I be able to hang with all these, these really, really good sticks out there? You know, right? am I going to be able to, you know, even compete, I guess, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we'll we'll see how it plays out. I'm I'm excited about it. I'm gonna treat uh, I'm gonna treat the next two lakes like uh, just as serious as I did the Harris Chain. Okay. So okay. Well, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go through here real quick while I got you because you because you just made the comment. You know, I need to see if I can compete. And let's see: uh, Patrick Walters, Blake Smith, Jacob Prosnick, Sam George, yes. some yes. guy named Hackney, John yes. Hunter, Joel Willard, David Williams, Scott Ashmore, Andrew Upshaw. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I did the same thing you're doing. I, right? I mean, I just, you know, <laughs> I'm Josh Douglas, John, Cam- I mean, I'm just, I'm look, I'm just, I'm going through and dude, I mean, they're just, they're all throughout this list, but no matter where I go, I mean, Terry Seagraves, Drew Cook, Dylan Hayes, Billy McCaffrey, mm-hmm. Charlie Hartley. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, no matter where I go, when I come back, your name's still at the top. You're a champ, bro. How cool is that? For the Harris chain, it certainly was. And it worked (laughs) out that way. Uh, Douglas Lake is going to be completely different. i got to put what's behind me behind me and focus on what's in front of me, man. Well, you can enjoy it today, but you can go back to work tomorrow. Dude, proud of you. Excited for you. I mean, the only one of – David, I'm going to say this. He's one of of two guys that when I send him a text saying, hey – I got to get you on the podcast. He didn't respond to the text. He just called. Hey, when, let's do it. When you want to do it. Hey, but he name dropped. Though. He's like, I just got off the phone with, you know, I did, just did Bassmaster Radio with Tom and Tom Abraham. And so, you know, I don't, don't know if you can compete with that. I'm like, well, I can't. Oh, it's on. Tom. Anything like that, Chris. We're going to have to crack a couple of drinks if we're going to get into all this stuff. Oh, we're going to have a big time. I cannot wait to meet you at the Classic next year because we are going to have a damn good time. And I have a feeling, Keith, that this will not be the last time you'll be on this show. That's awesome. I love your feeling, man. Stick with it for me. I will do it. We'll do it. Brother, take care. Thanks for your time. And do what that calendar says. Just keep being a badass because I'm. I, it's, it's pretty awesome. I'm I'm proud for you. So I'm going to do it. Thank you very much for the opportunity. It was a pleasure meeting you all and uh, look forward to t- talking with you in the future. Absolutely. But thanks so much. We'll see you. Bye-bye. Bye. There he is, guys. <laughs> Michael Harlan, Keith Tuma, right there on the show. <sighs> I like that Tuma, dude. He's cool. Harlan's cool, too. I mean, they're both cool. They're good, good, good winners. I, I, I like talking to guys that are pretty grounded like that. 
and not some big elite yeah. series FLW BPT, you know, head. So, but uh, yeah. good, good dudes. That's for sure. So that's for sure. So that was very refreshing. Yes, it was. You're right. Refreshing is a great word for that. That's for sure. So take a quick little break. When we come back, Kent will be in his man cave and um, I'll have a nice cool drink in my hand and David, I don't know what you're drinking that's purple, but you know, you put that away or whatever. I'm not sure what that is, but um, you can't lose any more weight, son. You don't weigh 100 pounds soaking wet, but y'all ain't that right back with more Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. Hey, Jason, what would you say your biggest fear is when you're out fishing? Hmm, Chris, um, let me see, probably stranded out in the middle of the lake? That's right, you know, that's everybody's biggest fear, Jason, not being able to get back to the ramp, especially in time for weigh-in during tournaments. But one thing that's really made the biggest difference for me, and that's switching to lithium batteries, and not just any lithium batteries, but rely on lithium batteries. Oh, Chris, how do you like those? Jason, they're great. Let me tell you, they allow me to spend more time on the water and are essential when it comes to starting and running my boat. They give me short charge times and more usable capacity, so I don't have any late-day voltage sags. Plus, they're stupid lightweight compared to lead acid, and they're practically maintenance-free. Really allows me to focus on my fishing instead of worrying about getting back to the ramp. Okay, okay, you talked me into it. Where can I get some Relyon batteries? Jason, you can visit relyonbattery.com slash anglerschannel and use our special promo code anglerschannel for 10% off your purchase. Did I mentioned they also offer fast and free shipping? You didn't, but even better. So hey, what are you waiting for? Get hooked on Rely on Lithium today. From dawn to midday to dusk, the sun's rays dance across the water and the sparkling light beckons. The abundant shorelines invite you to play or sail or simply behold. This is where champions fish and families gather to unwind. It's Lake Hartwell and Anderson is the gateway to its wonders. Walk on a pier, float all day, and restore your soul in this beautiful oasis. Visit Anderson, South Carolina's bright spot. Discover more at visitanderson.com and visitlakehartwell.com. Welcome back, folks. Closing segment, Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. Jumping to the uh, the You Pick 'em Picks this week. Brought to you by Mercury Marine. Jace, what we got? Yeah, dude. It is a, a good list of tournaments up for this week. If you have not signed up, it's a good chance you could still win. So it doesn't take much to get a couple points in this deal. Hey, and I, I'm just going to say our winners, Burt Sites won it last month on the last weekend. I'm just yeah. going to be honest. With I mean, you. It, so it happens, if you're, right? If you're as good as Kenneth picking these things, uh, you probably could win with just one week. So um, here we down. go. Stand down. All right. So jumping in right out of the hat here, uh, debut inaugural, however you want to call it here, the National Professional Fishing League, also known as the NPFL, is kicking off their very first deal on Lake Ufall on March 11th through the 13th that is a three-day total winning weight uh, old david's going to be standing there waving them off you know are you like the um david would you be um he's going to be doing facebook live okay. both days All right, there we go and filming <laughs> and filming tv um, he doesn't know what yet but he's filming tv this week too so what do they call it in a parade when you're in when you're like the the grand marshal the grand, marshal. Like the grand marshal or something right. you know when they go out you'll be the unofficial yeah, the unofficial Grand Marshal. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. We can. Hey, all right. I so. got. Listen, I got some pulls, them boys. I can get you out there in front. So, <laughs> did y'all get a media pass at all? 
Are y'all just showing up? I was just, I, you know what? I, I, I had a conversation with Al McCullough um, yeah. because when we, when, we, when we went to do these picks, I, I, I do my picks, and then I send them to David. So David proofed this for me. And he oh, and he gosh. responded back. No, listen, I, I do, I do. I said they approved this for me. So and he sends back. Says I really hope NPFL is pounds and ounces, <clears throat> which is only from zero to fifteen, folks. Um, yeah. <clears throat> FYI, but FYI, just just throwing it out there. But um, I'm, I'm so glad you guys understand that process. So, you, dude, you have no idea. I type all those numbers in. I do have an idea. No, I type all them numbers in. You have no clue. Anyway. Uh, I know you do, but um, and so I just sent Al a text. Al's a buddy of mine. We talk on the podcast. You know, I said, "Hey, dude, you know, we're coming down this week. Going to pick your 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 events, and um, and so you know, y'all pounds and ounces, pounds and hundreds. What you got?" And he said, "Pounds and ounces. Hope you can make it down." I said, "Oh, we'll be there filming TV Thursday afternoon and Friday morning." And um, and so he said, "Great. Look forward to seeing you." And then I immediately got a call from Paul Benson who on the road and he's like you know wherever you guys need a media boat you need this you need that whatever we're here to help i want to see i said i just want to see it. i just want to see it so we'll uh we'll get down there by way in on thursday we'll check it out see what all is going on and cool. then uh follow us on social media anglerschannel.com uh facebook instagram twitter snapchat TikTok, whatever. We'll figure something out. Just look for us we'll everywhere. There. Yeah, we'll, we'll be there at some point. So. so that tournament is a three-day total winning weight, and it is in LBS and OZ, which is pound and ounces. All right. right. So FYI, is, if you didn't know what that stood for, maybe last week you entered it a little different. So LBS stands for pounds and ounces. All right. <laughs> okay. Kicking it on down the list a little more, MLF Big Five Pro Circuit uh, on the clearest lake in Alabama, Smith Lake. March 11th through the 14th, four-day overall winning weight in LBS slash OZ, pounds and ounces, all right? Chris, you know, I've, I've wanted to write down the weight that you kind of enter every time to, to just let that be my guess every week because you get pretty close. I do. I feel like I did. I felt like these were actually your weights that you entered in here as the samples. No, I know. Like, but your samples? But I, just, no, they're not my samples, but I mean, they're not my actual picks. But I mean, just showing, you know, because they're we, really close every time. Well, we do get people that will send in like for a three day derby, 98 pounds and 29 <laughs> ounces. And I'm like, mm, okay, I, I, listen, I'm not judging. I, this is Planet Fitness. This is a judgment free zone right there, oh, right? <laughs> so I don't judge, right? But you know Imagine. when it's a big bass deal, and it's a and it's a single bit like like big bass tour you follow, right? Yeah. Like, let me just go back. Here we go. You pick them. Uh, let me back up. And get my deal. Big bass tour on you follow. It's just right? a natural calling process, is what that is. <laughs> well, seventy pounds, ten ounces. I'm sorry, not gonna happen. Forty five yeah. pounds. Nope. You know. Uh, let's okay. see. Sixty two fifty. Naturally yeah, cold. One. Read the instructions. I think this week I'm going to just put in your suggested weights and that's just fine. see how I do. That's fine. Let's let's see how you can do with it. That'll be yeah. great. So, that, that, Kenneth, when the nights you forget to do it, let's just take, you know, the example weights. That'll be your weights for the week. I, yeah, I, just automatically default to that. If yeah, I, if automatically I, default to that if Kenneth forgets. All right. <laughs> All right. He'll probably still win. But if you right, notice, if you notice though, I put them all like pounds and ounces are the first couple. 
Yeah, yeah, pounds yeah. and hundreds are the ne- are, are the about next halfway ones. through there. Yeah. So I, I, I'm not trying. I'm not going back and forth, right? I try to. I try <laughs> to keep it somewhat. You do, the, you do on this one, not at all. So that's good. You help us there. Yeah. You had to look. J- Jason, this this is a new game. I'm I'm not I'm not the champion anymore. I'm not the winner of this. <laughs> yeah, I, it's a totally different. Chris yeah. is Chris is now dominating the new game. Yeah, yeah. I've won hey, one hey, month. I gotta I gotta get this figured out. I've won one say, month. What do they say? That uh, may the odds be with you. Is that what may the odds be ever in your favor? That's my next yeah, yeah, sound, but I gotta that's, find. That's, that's, I'm that's, writing that's, that down. Odds are ever in your favor. I got a new sound. All bite. right, so um, that's how I end this segment, I guess. Carolina Bass Challenge, Sandy Cooper, a single day <laughs> winning weight. All right, okay. single day, pounds, hundreds. All right. LBS slash hundreds. So a good weight for that week might be 26.25. All right. So that's 0.25. That's hundreds. Okay. Not 0.16, not 0.15. Okay. All right. Bass champ Sam Rayburn, March 13th, single day winning weight in pounds and hundreds. Um, Single day on Rayburn, though. I don't know about a nine, a 9.50. I don't know. A single day. That'll be big fish. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking there. <laughs> Five of those maybe would be awesome. All right, BFL Gated Revision on Toho, March 13th, single-day winning weight in pounds and ounces, okay? BFL Gator Division, uh, that should be a good tournament, I think. So Bass Nation Kayak. Now, this one's going to confuse some of you folks. It's really going to confuse you folks. Oh, he's he's over there working. He's working hard Hang over on. there. Hang on. Hang on. Bass Nation kayak, Lake Fork. All right. So here's how they do these tournaments. Okay. They they take pictures of their fish with a ruler, usually sitting in their lap and the little code on their hand or something. So um, they're gonna measure each fish and they're gonna take a measurement from each fish. They're not gonna weigh this fish, they're not gonna deduct any fish. Every fish counts almost like an MFL MLF style, but in inches. All right. Oh, best total, five. You're best right. Five. I, I'm sorry. Best sorry, five. Sorry, sorry. Best total five. Five. Best five. So inches. Though. I was trying to ha- hammer home inches, and I, I messed up. Inches. So, so i.e. eighty-seven is a really good pick. So twenty-five point oh one ain't gonna happen. No. Twenty-four point four five inches and twenty-five and a half inches ain't I mean, gonna happen. Sorry. Twenty-eight fourteen. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, I will tell you, I pick low on this one. I pick low. Because does the slot limit count in this one, David? Do you know? I don't think so. It's it's just catch, fold, and release, right? So it's it's like, I'm assuming it would be fine. Then, yeah, wear it out, dude. You know, have at it. So So, uh, there are the you pick them for this week. If you have not signed up, here's how to do it. Jump on to anglerschannel.com, scroll up to the top of the page, and go to the contest tab. And on the contest tab, what you need to do there is click you pick them and then you come down there and you enter all your weights in type in your email address your name send that off to chris before midnight tonight if you're listening to the podcast on the day it comes out send it out by midnight tonight okay so make sure to get it in and may the odds be ever in your favor i was gonna say it you didn't give me a chance (laughs) i want (laughs) to wish all of you good luck and Uh cue that sound effect May the odds be ever in your favor. May the odds be ever. <laughs> but I'm just favor. proud that I figured out how to work this whole conglomeration of yeah. shit. 
I mean, we're like six years at in here. At least we're for at, right now. For we're right now. into the top 100 of podcasts, and look at here. In Canada. Now we can add That's sound right. effects. We probably could be top 10 now. That's right. Hell, we're, we're, we're damn no royalty in Canada. I'm just going to be Top 100 international. That's right. Top 100 international. Yeah, top now, 100 international. Now, there you go. You Kenneth. know what? And, and Kenneth, you know, it's it's kind of funny because Kenneth's like, you know, you know, was kind of, you know, really not sure this thing was going to take off or do well. And I'm just going to pull this up real fast. I just want to tell you about it really quick. Uh, let's see. Oh, let's not that, that I'm disappointed that it is. I'm glad. No, it is. you're not. But we, you know, like we, we know we average, we've got 240 signed up and we're averaging, you know, 200 plus every week that play. So, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, and that's that's huge. The first week we did this a month ago, we had 101 guys that played. So we're growing, and I mean, it's a lot of fun. And you know, if you don't if, if you don't send me your pick, you know, we've had you know another 20 or 25 sign up this month, which has been great. So it's really fun to watch. It's cool to get the emails and see them. I've got another eight that have come in since we started doing the show. So it's uh, it is it's it's cool. It's a lot of fun. I'm I'm really excited we're doing this. And I believe Kenneth said it was the best idea I've ever had. Was what what was said in the last week's show. I need I need to find that soundbite and bring it back too, so I can put that up here. So, uh, but if you're not playing, you need to because it's just thing is sexy, sexy. <laughs> it's just sexy boys. That's right. So. Well, Jason, thank you for that. I appreciate it. Boys, what did you learn this week? Anything exciting? Hmm. I had a really good one, and I'm trying to remember what it is. But I'm I'll the come. same way. I, I knew you were going to ask the question. I, and I, I had, had a, like, I, I mean, like, I had a, I had a really, really good one, and I'm trying to remember what it is. And for the life of me, like, I mean, it, it hit me, and I'm like, well, there's my one for this week. But um, I, I can't. I don't know. David, what about you? What did you learn this week? Uh, I learned that uh, I'm done with ice fishing this year, and I'm ready for some open water. Done with ice fishing this year, and you're ready for some open water. Well, it's about yep. time. I'm, I'm glad to hear that you're ready for open water. So it's about time. Um, I had, Gosh, what was it? Gosh, <laughs> Kenneth, what, go ahead. Have at it. I'm trying to remember what I forgot as well. I mean, it was, I mean, mine was like earth shattering. It was really freaking good. Jason, what about you? Mm, let's see. Something I learned new. I don't you know. I haven't learned. It's only Tuesday. I mean, I still got the rest of the week to learn something. I think. Well, from last Tuesday to now, did you learn anything? Mm. No. Nothing. No, nothing. Okay. I'm sorry. I got to pay more attention. I think. Okay. I learned how to put a. Uh, I learned how to put a drain pump in a in a front load washing machine last week. So, my wife said, "You know how to do that?" And I said, "No," but I diagnosed it. And uh, I thought if I call the guy to do <laughs> it, it's going to cost Say me. Say that word again. I diagnosed it, and uh, I did. I went through the steps. I YouTubed it, and I learned how to do That's it. That's what I was. I, I, I YouTube it on YouTube. Yeah. So my wife <laughs> said, "I don't care what you do. Just just do it when I'm not here." And so I did. Yeah. I tore the washer apart, found the pump, went and got one. It cost me $61 in about an hour of my time, hour and a half maybe. And um, yeah, so I'm good to go now. So Cool. Good to go. Kenneth, you still? No? Yeah, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Okay. All right. That's not a surprise. So, All right. So we're good. Well, folks. <laughs> 
As always, you know what, David? Let's do something. That's uh, it. Let's do something. I've got an English Channel hat and oh, probably some other stuff to the... If you made it this far into the If podcast. you made it this far into the show, <laughs> yeah, it's only coming. an hour, well, shit, hour and 35 minutes in now. If you made it this far in the show, I got a brand new English Channel hat and some other goodies for the pick a number between one and five. David, go quick. Two. Two. For the second texture, 256-535-317, X-Zone Hotline. So is this one of those where you put at the beginning of the like the TikTok, watch to the end? Is this where you, yes. in the comments, in yeah, the you comments. say, listen to the end? Listen to the end. That's exactly <laughs> That's right. Listen, <laughs> listen to the end. You'll be, uh, you'll be in great shape. So yeah, do that. Listen to the end. Second, the number two texture, 256-535-3217, X-Zone Hotline. You will get you, well, you get some X-Zone baits, and you'll get you a brand new Angler's Channel cap. I promise I didn't wear it. Uh, at least not yet. So make sure you get that text in quick. Uh, we certainly appreciate you guys for listening. We do encourage you to subscribe, rate, and review this show. Continue. Keep us in the top 100 of Canada. Yes, international. We, internet, yeah. we got to be international. We also ask if you'd like the show, go ahead and share it with Mom and M's. Feel free to chime in and give us your thoughts <laughs> and opinions. As always, Exxon Hotline, 256-535-3217. What? Who are you pointing to? What are you pointing at? I, 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 was, I, just, I just thought of something that – that I need to reminded you remind you of. Oh, okay. <laughs> if you and David are going to Ufala, you you need to keep an eye on David and and Gators? be watchful of where he's standing at all times. Oh, the Gators. Oh yeah, they be gone. Don't carry any marshmallows in your pocket, please. <laughs> marshmallows between Gators and goose shit. You gotta watch it because you you could literally slide down the hill. That's what happens, isn't it, Kenneth? You know, That's the it. goose shit all on that bank. You slide down the hill, and the gator's like, "Hello," and you're gone, just like that. It'd be like, "Where'd David go?" Hey, David. <laughs> no, he gone. He gone. And the gator's yeah, like, "Keep an eye on him all times. I will do it. I will do it. Make sure we do that. So. With that said, on behalf of our guest tonight, Mr. Michael Harlan, your Toyota Series winner, and our badass buddy, Mr. Keith Tuma. My God, a breath of fresh air. Thanks, Keith. Thanks, guys, Michael, for being part of the show. We appreciate that. For the AC Circus, I'm Chris Brown. Y'all have a great weekend. Weekend, as always, God bless good fishing. Wash them damn hands. Wear your damn face mask. Put that PFD on and buckle it up. We'll see you next week. Kenneth? Don't take it first. Please. Thanks for listening to the Angler's Channel Insider Podcast, your number one tournament resource.